Welcome back to the Bougie in a Backpack podcast. Thanks for coming again. Episode three. Today, we're going to be talking about stacking and some of the basics of stacking. I know it can be very overwhelming for a lot of people, but we're going to talk about the ways that we stack and how we implement that into our daily lives. And also be sure to check out our stacking challenge that is starting today. So if you haven't signed up yet, you still have time if you're listening to this on June 19th, but be sure to check that out because we'll walk you through how you can get into stacking. But first, Angel, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I mean, everything's okay. I just did a sunset hike with my friends last night in Los Angeles where we went to Griffith Park. So we watched the sunset from hiking there. So we had a nice oh, nice. view of the Griffith Observatory and then the Hollywood sign. Cool. Yeah. It's... Oh, so how was your flight going from San Juan and everything? I had told you guys I booked basic economy. I booked it like a year ago and was able to change my flight because the time of the flight changed. So even though it was basic economy, I was able to get it to work out just because they changed the time of the flight. But they're really strict. At first, they said I couldn't change it. And then someone else said I could. And it's funny because like, <laughs> because we both took the, the cheap way to try to, to get to San Juan. We both like I flew basic economy, angels flying frontier. But I actually had a good experience, kind of. So because I have status on American Airlines, which I have gold status. The lowest status you can have with having status is gold. And I only have it because I use the American Airlines shopping portal. And every dollar you spend there counts towards points towards your your loyalty for American Airlines. It's one of the only airlines we can just earn it just straight from like shopping portal or using. I also use Rocket Miles for booking hotels as a third party because you can earn miles that way. So I just earned it. A lot of it I had earned actually from Christmas spending because there was I bought a bunch of stuff at a store that was earning 10 times points per dollar mm-hmm. on the American Airlines shopping portal during Christmas time. So I got a lot of points that way. Anyway, so I had status and then the day before I got notified that I was upgraded to first class and I was like, yeah, like, you know, I did the bougie in a backpack way. I booked a basic economy, but I still got upgraded to first class. Yeah, usually you don't get to pick your seat for basic economy, but because I have status, I was able to. So it didn't even matter anyway. So I didn't even need to use my little hack where you go 20 minutes before boarding and check the app to see if you can pick your seat again or ask someone at the desk. So Anyway, I get to the airport and first of all, because I was upgraded to first class, I was like, I wonder how full this plane is. And I noticed it was not really super full. It was maybe, it was more than half, I would say, but it was still pretty empty plane. And then I get on the plane and they're like, oh, we have mechanical issue, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, great. My connection was pretty, it was a couple hours, but it was getting longer and longer. And I think it's probably not, I'm not going to make my second flight. But I also was kind of a little bit suspicious because then they had us deplane, which was a bummer because that was my first class flight. As we're deplaning, they're like, okay, people who are going to Jamaica go to this desk. And people were, people on the flight were going to Jamaica, Costa Rica. Uh, I don't know if anyone else is going to San Juan, but a lot of us had connections in Miami where we're going somewhere else. And they seem to already kind of have a plan for everyone, which made me feel like, did they just cancel this flight because it was a pretty empty plane? <laughs> but... I don't know. I was a little bit suspicious of that. But anyway, people were so mad. This lady next to me was like, well, you, but I don't know how you guys, this is a, you know, you guys make billions of dollars a year and you can't figure out how to do blah, blah, blah. And I'm always, when in situations like that, I just look up the flight that I want to take so that when I get to the desk, so then when they present me with that, I know that's the best option. So they're like, okay, well, you can fly at 12 PM. This flight, by the way, was at five, five forty-five in the morning. So it was pretty early. I got up. I didn't even sleep the night before because I got to the airport at like three. So it was pretty early, but then the next flight available was at 12. 
and then it was connecting in in Dallas. So I was like, fine, I'll just do that. And then I ended up getting to San Juan at like 9 p.m. But they when they went to rebook me, they're like, oh, were you what were you in first class? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, obviously that flight that I was getting switched to was already, you know, pretty full too. So there wasn't any first class seats left, unfortunately, but they did put me in the bulkhead, which I, I don't really like the bulkhead seat because you don't get to put your stuff under, but it had extra leg room and everything. So that was kind of nice. And yeah, so then, but then I was just stuck at the airport. So I, I just went to the lounge and just literally took a nap in there. I had my raincoat and I put it over my head because the light in there is so bright. And I just put it over my face and took a nap for like six hours. And then finally, I ended up, since I connected in Dallas, I got to go to the Capital One lounge. So I was actually excited about that because I've only been there once and I finally have the Capital One Venture X card. So I got to go in there and they have one of the best lounges, I think. They have really good food, really good drinks. And even though it was pretty crowded, it still didn't feel as cramped. And then on the way back, I was flying. I got upgraded to first class again I was, we landed on the tarmac, but the gate wasn't ready yet. So then, and I really had to pee and I was like, oh my gosh, like it was like the most painful thing in the world (laughs) because you're there, but the plane from the other gate hadn't left yet. And so then finally I get off. I went to the Centurion Lounge in Miami and it was so crowded, but they still let me in. There wasn't, there was a line to get in, but you could still get in. And I got there and I looked around and I noticed the first section when you walk in, there was a bunch of seats, but there was no one sitting there. And I've seen that before. Like no one ever sits there. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then I get to the lounge. There's nowhere to sit. People are like, doing laps. And so I was like, okay, I'll just sit in that section. I think no one realizes is there. So I put my stuff there. I go and I get a big plate of food and a, and a Prosecco and I'm walking around with this. I go back there to that section. The guy at the desk is like, oh, so are you a black card member? I was like, Huh? And I, I realized my mistake. Crap. This is for Centurion members, which the Centurion card, the black card is a $5,000 annual fee. I would never get that card. I don't, I don't know, unless I just wanted to flex for some reason. So there was two other people sitting there, but I was looking closely and they're wearing very low-key designer clothes. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh my gosh, they probably think I'm a degenerate because I, I was dressed crazy too. And I had, you know, my uh, crazy bag lady with my backpack and everything. So yeah. So then I was like, this is really embarrassing. And then, so I w- walk back with my giant plate of food through this huge line of people waiting, I've, so many people. And then I'm just looping around and I saw this one guy get up from the table. So I snagged the table and I saw this other girl who was in line waiting. And I I saw that she was also doing laps. And I was like, you can just sit here too. Cause you know, I don't know how I managed to get that table. I felt really lucky, but yeah, that was really embarrassing. (laughs) So So the black card section, the airport lounge at Satirn, even if they changed the rules, cause you know how they just changed the rules where you can't bring gases and stuff. It's still pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it's still insane. Every time I've been to Miami, it's been crazy. But I don't know because it looked like people had get- guests there or I they guess maybe ev- yeah, everyone must have paid or, you know, they have I- – what I did with Homeboy is like he's just an authorized user on my card. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people do that. And yeah, so it still is pretty crowded. And then I don't know. I It's a really good lounge. The food's really good and everything. But sometimes it's not worth – like the in Dallas – that lounge was really crowded, but at least it was situated nicely. Like I wasn't overwhelmed with people. The black card section I didn't know about. They didn't even have a sign there that said it was black card only. Like it just oh, really? said, it, yeah, I was just like, I thought it was a quiet section. It was kind of awkwardly placed. And I thought that's why no one was there. Yeah. So that was really awkward, but oh, well, we, we pushed through, <laughs> through these awkward moments, but yeah, 
I did get upgraded on my last. Finally, after all this, I finally got the upgrade on the last flight. But it wasn't. This isn't a lie flat seat. It's just like it's basically a recliner seat, but it has a lot more room. It's a lot more comfortable, and it's nice. I wouldn't pay. I would never pay for that flight because it's to me, it's not that big of a difference, and it's not that long of a flight. But to get upgrade to be to go from basic economy to getting sitting in the front of the plane and like you know have like drinks and food and whatever so it's funny like I finally got after all the all those flights and all that stuff I finally got the the upgrade on the last leg so I'm glad you got something (laughs) better than me where I got like in frontier had a shove in a bag then got a flight delay I mean your flight was delayed too but like my flight was like delayed with getting gas and the weather it was it was a lot for me that day and yeah. I got like home around two or three in the morning and I had to go to work at six so I was like oh I'm barely sleeping but Orlando it seems to have a lot of delays though whenever I fly out there I flew this is another Orlando flight that has happened to me in December so I was flying from I went there for Disney with my um, roommate so Orlando to LAX on JetBlue. So um, I checked in my bag because at this time I had American Airlines Platinum Pro status. So if you buy a basic J- um, JetBlue ticket, you can use your American Airlines status. But it costs me money to carry on a bag, but it's free to check in a bag because of status. So I was like, all right, let me just check my backpack because I don't want to like pay for a carry-on. And then that bag, and I'm getting stuck in Orlando. And then also our flight... Our flight was scheduled to be on time. We were like sitting on the tarmac. And I was like, I could have spent this time at the lounge. Like I was so hungry. Like like I was I like, like I was like they they and the and the, the lounge that they had, the Plaza and Premium Lounge, is the same terminal as JetBlue. So I was like, oh my gosh, I could have went there for dinner and stuff because we were rushing from Disney to get to the airport and because this was near the holidays. All the Ubers, it was so hard to get an Uber. So there was a lot of traffic. It was hard to get an Uber. So we left like three hours before and we barely got to the airport like one hour before because it was like the whole mess of us picking up our stuff from the hotel and then waiting for the Uber. And then um, when we got there, the, the flight scheduled to be on time and everything. And then we're literally sitting in the, in the, in the, in the airplane for like an hour or so. And I'm like... Uh, I wish they just told us because I would have just spent that one hour like or even half an hour if they gave me another saying that the flight's delayed for an hour. I would have just spent half an hour just quickly grabbing food at the lounge and then going to the flight versus being hungry on the flight and like having like they had snacks on JetBlue, but still like snacks versus real food is different. So like I was kind of very annoyed with that. And then um, then when I got to the airport at LAX, they um, left my bag, my backpack with the alcohol that we bought in San we we that trip oh, no. before we, before we went to Orlando, we flew from San Juan for a cruise that I casino status match for. So that was like a free cruise on Royal Caribbean that we just came back from. And then we bought alcohol, so we put in the backpack because we didn't have room in the the luggage. So then I was holding the, the the alcohol, and then we were like, okay, now we have to check in this bag, so hopefully the alcohol doesn't break. The bag was oh, duty free. Yeah, it's duty free, yeah, so we okay. didn't have to pay for it. But then, like, um, I was like, oh, it's okay, we'll just put it in my backpack then. And then, like, when we got to the airport because I have I have American Airlines status, they're like, well, you have to pay for the backpack. Like, I mean, if you want to carry on the backpack, you got to pay for it. But it's free for you to um, check in the bag because you have status. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to pay for a carry-on fee. I'm just going to check it in. And then we checked it in. And then my my bag is stuck in Orlando when we land at the airport. So not only is my flight delayed, but then my bag is stuck in Orlando. <laughs> so, like, that happened to us. And then when I got to the airport at LAX, they were like, okay, we can give you a voucher for this and everything. And then your bag might come in, in a day or two. 
for for this, but they gave you an option where they can either refund you for like certain things for the bag delay, or they can give you a flight voucher. So then when I called them, I told them about what happened about the Uber, uh, about how like oh you know I missed the last bus again, you know like because my flight was delayed, so now I couldn't take public transit, and now I had to pay for an Uber. So I did the same complaint that I had with Southwest to JetBlue, and I complained to them about the public transit, and then the lady was like, okay, so she bumped mine up to like two hundred or so for a flight voucher instead of like a hundred. So like that's, oh, that's what, that's that's what nice. happened. Yeah. So when I told him what happened on the phone, and he's like, well, can you just file that and put that in the notes about like your delayed Uber, how you're disappointed and stuff? And I was like, okay, let me try that. And then they bumped it up to the higher price for the flight voucher because I complained about <laughs> the public transit, even though I I wasn't really gonna take public transit because my roommate she doesn't like when we go to the airport together she's like no we're paying for an uber i'm not taking the bus i don't care it's one dollar we're taking the uber she's like if if it comes down to this i'm paying for the uber and i'm like all right so then <laughs> what happened was i posted my ig stories about it and then my roommate saw it because you know she she lives with me and she's like so this you end up getting a higher higher thing so you're gonna have to pay me back for the uber so i was like all oh right. my gosh yeah so, you know, I was like, all right, we'll do it this way. I, I bought a Flues gift card because I had um Flues for like a 20% voucher. So I sent her an Uber <laughs> Uber Eats gift card instead. So and you stacked Uber- it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Uber Eats gift card, you can use your American Express Gold card, right? So the Uber Eats American Express Gold, you get four times at restaurants. So if you use it, you have to do it with the credit card. You can't do it through Apple Pay because if you do it through Apple Pay, it won't count for the spending category. So Uber Eats, if you use your Amex Gold card, you get four times the points for, for that transaction, plus the 20% voucher that I had with Uber from Flues. So I did that, and I sent her the gift card. <laughs> she thought it was hilarious. She was like, you didn't even send me cash. You just sent me a gift card. Because I, I was like, well, if you want money from it, then I'm going to stack and send it to you. My roommate uses Uber Eats enough for it to be okay. But if you just send that to someone who doesn't order from Uber, that'd be kind of rude. But because my roommate orders Uber Eats a lot, and she takes enough Ubers, it's fine for us to do it that way. But yeah, she made also, me pay for the Uber. After that if you happened. if you had sent that to like a travel hacker, they would know, you know, they'd be like, oh, well, great. You probably stacked it. You probably got the extra points. And then it's great. I have this money, but I'd rather have cash so that I could I could buy something in my card, get the points and then pay it back with the cash kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like how our brains work. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, well, if she's making me pay for the Uber now, she's like, well, you got your voucher bumped up, so you should be paying for the Uber because you use that as an excuse or <laughs> in your in your in your reasoning anyway that that because of this whole flight delay and no bag that you had to go take an Uber instead of taking public transit because it was too late at night and there's no more buses running, you should pay for the Uber instead of me. And I was like, all right, so I, I sent her a gift card instead. I love that it's like the stacking. The, <laughs> the stacking the, like dude. this is how you incorporate stacking into your daily life is by yeah. every yeah. every situation you think of how you can stack it yeah like so it's funny because it's like for for like you could use your chase sapphire reserve so if you were to buy a normal voucher off flus you can technically use a chase sapphire reserve because it's 3x on travel 3x on dining but if you didn't have that card you could just use your amex gold card and get a 4x on u.s supermarkets but the thing is is that for chase for that one, it just depends on your goals. If you wanted, for me, my chase points are mostly used for Hyatt. For American Express, I Same. use them a lot for flights more. I don't really transfer them to Hilton or anything. So I didn't mind getting Amex points instead. So that was the reasoning behind why I chose that one. Also because it's 4X versus 3X. But I know I would book flights with British Airways. So it was something I would use anyway, eventually. Yeah. Well, that could be a good segue into 
our topic of stacking and it can be very confusing some of the stuff we were talking about today is don't feel frustrated if you don't understand it all the way but we're gonna break down exactly how to get started with stacking because it can be something that seems daunting but i promise you once you learn how to do it over time you'll just be in these situations where you'll see something you're like oh that can be stack like angel with her friend in the gift card she's like oh well it's fine i'll just stack it and then i'll get the points that way also reminder that we have a stacking challenge going on right now so if you are new to stacking or if you just want to like sharpen your stacking skills we're doing a five-day challenge starting today june 19th and running till the end of the week on friday and each day we're going to be giving you different information on how to stack we're going to focus on one thing at a time and show you how to layer those stacks together and just walk you through it and we have some special guests that are going to be joining us so if you want to sign up, we have the link in the show notes and you can find the link in on our Instagram bio. You're definitely definitely going to want to join. It's totally free to join the challenge. So join us there. <laughs> yeah, stacking is a good, good way to think of travel hacking too. Just because like stacking is kind of like the little like the little way to save money and stuff. You think of the different things that, that's available for stacking like portals, promo codes, cashback offers on the credit cards, like Chase offers, Amex offers. And you see how this is relative because it's on the credit card itself. And then you think later down the road, this is more advanced, but later when you, you want to book travel with the points that you have in your Chase card or American Express, they actually sometimes have transfer bonuses. So that's another way that you think of like how you stack where like you book a specific hotel during that time frame to get take advantage of that specific transfer bonus for something that you're planning to do. So it's like, if I was planning to go to, let's say, this happened to me, actually. I was booking a flight from New York to, where is that? Ashley's conference again? It's Asheville. Asheville. So I was actually booking. <laughs> so this was a few years ago. This was like in 2020, I think. So I was booking a flight to go to, Um, this is back when COVID was really intense and stuff, where you'd get tested. And, I mean, you, depending on where you go and stuff, like certain places like New York, you couldn't go in there if, if you're coming in from a different state that was red. It was very, very strict in New York back then. So I couldn't book my flight out until last minute. Cash price was pretty high, like last minute for this flight. So I was going with my friend Kelly to go to Asheville. So what happened was I booked it last minute because I was waiting to get COVID tested because we both agreed like, hey, let's get COVID tested. There's also like in New York, if you came from a certain state, you had to quarantine for a while if you came back from certain states. So there was very, it was very strict when I was living in New York at the time. So we waited until last minute, but I knew that I could still book the flight with points if I found something last minute because I was checking availability and stuff and there was still like availability so on the cash price it was the cash price was very high the points was still there so i think it was only like 7500 points or 9000 points for me to fly from new york to um asheville and then there was also a transfer bonus on avianca so i booked that flight that was operated on united through avianca because there was a transfer bonus for like i think like 15 or 20 percent occasionally american express has a lot of transfer bonuses for different airlines and hotels and everything avianca is one of the popular ones where they have transfer bonuses another popular one I that love they have avianca <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, some people hate deals. it. Some people hate it. I mean, I, I have not had issues with Avianca. Some people had problems with yeah, their customer service. I, I have not dealt with a customer service, so I have not experienced that. Me either. But it's very cheap to use Avianca. It was like 7,500 or 9,000 points. But because I had a transfer bonus, it was even cheaper to book that flight. So this is kind of like how stacking, where you think of different coupons and stuff they could take advantage of, like a promo code. Think of the transfer bonus that I booked the flight with, kind of like a promo code, where I got more out of it because it was a bonus. So that happened to me where I just saved points and everything from 
from that in itself. And then occasionally some other, this is also very advanced, but sometimes hotels like um, Hyatt, they just had bonus journeys where if you stay for two nights, you also get like, I think it was like 2000 points. So that was also tied in with another um, challenge they were doing that time for 20 nights to get um, globalist challenge. So like, a lot of people were doing that to stack on top of each other to take advantage of the Hyatt nights promo and also for the challenge to get Hyatt globalist status. Sometimes they work later for you. So stacking is a good gateway to think of these different concepts of how they play later down the road for travel hacking, but stacking is just good to save money in general as well. Yeah, because the thing is a lot of times stacks, you can seek them out, but the Mm -hmm. best ones are ones that just kind of appear and you're like, oh, that's a stack that's I can, or, oh, there's this deal going on that this airline has this transfer bonus. I can stack that. For example, Flying Blue, Mm -hmm. the Air France KLM, they do a lot of, right now their promo for the month of June and every month it changes, but right now Mm -hmm. they have a good deal going from the US to Europe. So there's flights as low as at the time of recording, because these flights might disappear by the time (laughs) this is released. But I was looking at flights yesterday that were 11,300 flying blue miles to to go from Detroit to Paris. So if there's also a transfer bonus on Chase or mm-hmm. Amex, then you can get it for even less. So, But like, yeah. I, I'd never recommend people to transfer their points speculatively because you can't count on yeah. the transfer bonus happening. So like, I no, would never- like, cause if, yeah, yeah, if you had transferred the points already, you could have gotten it mm-hmm. to be basically paying 9,000 miles or 9,000 mm-hmm. points to fly from the US to Paris, which is amazing. We love that. But you know, you don't know until sometimes until it happens. So I also don't recommend transferring your points speculatively, but to know to see, oh, there's a transfer bonus. I also know that there's this promo going on because you're like paying attention to these things. That's when you think the really good deals. And then knowing that being like, oh, I was planning on going to Paris next year. I didn't decide to book my flight yet, but I can book it right now, you know? So you don't always have to wait. You could do it in advance. Or I was looking at flights. I was like, wait, that's such a good deal. I might just book one like right now <laughs> because yeah. there's ones for June and August. That's crazy. So, you know, that's like something you see happen. But I think we should kind of dial it back and go back to basics because it could be very overwhelming to, to when you don't know these mm-hmm. things, when you don't know to look for them. So I think like on a very basic level, the ways to stack, there's always the bonus points earnings. So that's we're talking we mentioned earlier American Express Gold, you get four times points on dining and supermarkets. For Chase Sapphire Preferred, you get two times points on travel, any kind of travel. It could be like even, you know, taking the subway, you get two times points on on your on your Metro card. And then you get three times points on dining also for Chase Sapphire Preferred. For the City Premier, you get three times points on pretty much most big categories like gas, groceries, dining, travel, hotels, flights. So all these different cards, that's like the first level is like, okay, I'm paying with this card, but then there's also shopping portals. So usually you only have one opportunity for a shopping portal. And that's, it sounds like a very scary thing, but basically what it is, is a website that refers you to the uh, retailer or the, to the vendor that you're buying from. That website is getting a bonus for referring you to it, then you're getting a bonus too by going through the portal. So one of the more popular portals that we like to use is Rakuten because you can either get cash back through it or you can earn American Express membership rewards points, which great for flights, like we said, and because they have great transfer bonuses too. So then we're talking, okay, so say you're buying something, earning four times points with your American Express card, and then you're also going through the shopping portal. If it's a store that's earning two times 
points back per dollar spent through Rakuten, then you're earning six. So you're stacking the four on top and you got the two on top of that. But then there's something like Flues, where Flues, you can buy gift cards through it. And when you buy the gift card, you buy it for an exact amount and then you pay with that gift card. But the cool thing about Flues is that it codes on your credit card statement for that type of store. So you're not actually, so for what Angel was talking about earlier, she got an Uber Eats gift card. So it shows up on your credit card statement. It says like Uber Eats and then it has like a dash and it says something next to it. So it's not actually Uber Eats, but it's like coding the same way as Uber Eats. So you're getting the four times points on the dining still, but you're also getting cash back from Flues because Flues will offer sometimes sometimes up to like 8% cash back on per dollar spent when you buy a gift card through them. So with that kind of stack, you're stacking, you know, you could stack a credit card bonus category and then you're stacking a shopping portal and then whatever your end purchase, the gift card, that's like a very, that's, that's, <laughs> believe it or not, that's a pretty basic stack. But I would say like stacking in general is just like, if you can do more than one thing at a time, you're like earning more than Whenever you're earning more than $1, one point for a dollar spent, it's basically a stack, but there's ways to get, like if you can get 10 points per dollar spent on your purchases, just imagine the difference between, you know, if you spend $1,000 a month earning 1,000 points versus earning 10,000 points, like 10,000 points is a flight, okay? Like that's a that's a flight to, to Paris right now. So it's definitely worth getting into stacking and, and just knowing when you can use it. Also, a lot of credit cards, they have purchase protections and like return protections on there. So a lot of debit cards, they don't have that. Say if I use my Chase Freedom Unlimited card, so that gets 1.5x on everything. But then I might have the Chase offer on that where I might have a Macy's coupon or something else. So what I can do technically is if I wanted to go through the Chase portal to get more Chase points and then clip the Macy's coupon and then use my Chase Freedom Unlimited card to get 1.5x on the purchase. And because my Chase Freedom Unlimited credit card also has purchase protection and return protection on there. And that's a no annual fee card that you're having. So you even have to pay an annual fee to have this credit card and it has these purchase and return protections on there. There's also coupons you can clip on there like Chase offers. And that's just one example of how you can stack it that way where you can use a Chase offer from there. So like you, you would start off with a portal. So this can be like a Swagbucks portal. This could be a Chase portal. This can be a Rakuten portal that you can choose. It depends what your goals are. This can even be an American Airlines portal that you choose. And then next you want to see if your credit card has an offer. Some credit cards have more offers than others. I noticed on my American Express credit cards, they have way more offers than the Chase ones. So most of the times I would check American Express or Chase or like City and Kappa One, they also have offers too. But the ones I use more are more American Express and Chase. So you would clip the coupon on there. So a really good program to use if you want to be laissez-faire about this, it's very easy, is card pointers. So card pointers, if you use the app, you can instantly, if you're in your web browser, attach all the coupons to that credit card so it makes it easy for you. They also have an app so it tells you which credit card to use for different purchases. So if you have a coupon on that credit card, you want to take advantage of that coupon, right? So this app would tell you reminders like, hey, this coupon is expiring. Also, you have this different coupon for this store and this other store. So you want to take advantage of those. So card pointers is a very easy way to segue through this to manage your different credit cards 
card offers just because you might have multiple credit cards. Like for me, I have a bunch of different credit cards. I have credit cards at Barclays. I have credit cards at Chase. I have credit cards at Citi. I have it at, at American Express. I have different credit cards of different banks. This makes it easier for you to manage them all kind of in one place if it's integrated within card pointers. So you don't have to worry about like remembering which credit card to use. So you can easily clip the coupon on the credit card. And then you can go through a portal like Swabux, Chase, or Rakuten to get cash back before you start off your purchase. So first, you would start off with with the portal because you, you have to start off with the portal. You cannot add it later. I mean, you can try to add it later with the browser extension, but sometimes it gets kind of tricky. So I always do it from the get-go when I go through Rakuten first just because I don't want to miss that step also by accident. And then you can have the coupon on the credit card. So if you, if you check card pointers, you know which credit card you might have. And if you didn't have a coupon, what I would do is that I would use a credit card that has purchase protections so like city double cash that that one you get two times on your purchase but that doesn't have purchase protections versus chase freedom unlimited it's 1.5 x and it's a no annual fee credit card so if you're not ready to use a credit card that has annual fees you can still start start off with a credit card that doesn't have an annual fee like chase freedom unlimited is a good one so you can use that credit card to pay for the purchase and then if you have the coup so you would essentially have the portal the coupon if you had the coupon itself from the credit card, which is um, Chase offer or Amex offer or City offer, whichever credit card you had. And then sometimes like Macy's during the holidays, they have promo codes because it's like Thanksgiving mm-hmm. sale, Black Friday sale, whatever sale. And sometimes when you sign up for emails for different um, retailers, they will email you a promo code. So that actually happened to me when I was buying stuff for Saks. So for Saks, I had um, American Express Platinum. They they have like a fifty dollar credit you can use every six months for Saks, so that's an easy one to take advantage of for the promo code. So if you're trying to buy something from Saks to use a credit, that's an easy one. So you think about this to rewind. You have your portal, which can be Swagbucks, Rakuten, or um, Chase. It could be or even American Airlines. It could be any portal that you want to get points or miles back on or cash back. And then your next step is that you had your credit card that you want to use. So you use the credit card that has a coupon. If not, you would use a credit card that has a set rate. So like if I use my Chase Freedom Unlimited card, that's 1.5x on everything versus if I use my Chase Sapphire Reserve, that's only 1x because I don't have a spending category for Macy's for the retailer to get um, more than 1x on that credit card versus on Chase Freedom Unlimited it's 1.5x and then you think about the promo codes so an easy way to find promo codes is through um, retail me not honey ibota capital one shopping also there are also different resources to find the promo code also um sometimes when you sign up for an email list for that specific store they'll send you a promo code so then then you have that as well. So essentially you could stack in all that kind of order. And then if you have where you bought it, let's say like you bought it um, online, depending on the programs, certain programs, like I know for Fetch, they can scan your email for certain stores where you can stack on top of that, where they scan your email that you shopped at a certain store and you got points for that. So it's essentially for that one purchase, you stacked a bunch of different things on top of that. You got the portal, you got the offer from the credit card for the coupon, then you had the promo code, and then you have uh, essentially the the end the one with the receipt scanning. We got points for a different app, and then depending on how each different portal and cashback thing work, for a Swabucks you can redeem them for gift cards. For American Airlines, if you start off with the portal, you get American Airlines miles. So let's say like you're trying to do a redemption with American Airlines, then that's a good way if you're trying to if you're very close for miles. For me, usually I use Rakuten or something else like Swabucks because I know I use that gift card for sure 
I don't know when I'm going to use my American Airlines miles next versus I want something that's more flexible. So if I want something more flexible, Rakuten, Swagbucks, Top Cashback, those are easy options that you have. Rakuten is a good one if you have American Express credit card just because that turns into American Express points. So if you have American Express gold, platinum or green or the um, 2X one on the business one, I forgot the name of the, but it's the 2X. The no, Blue Business Plus. Yeah, the Blue Business Plus. So that one you can, if you, as long as you have a credit card that earns membership rewards, you will get membership rewards for that purchase if you set it up in Rakuten. But if you had a Hilton American Express card, you don't qualify for that. You will get cash back in Rakuten instead because you need an American Express card that earns membership rewards. You cannot work that with Marriott or Hilton from American Express. It has to be like an Amex Gold, Green, Platinum, or the Blue Business Plus, like one of mm-hmm. those credit cards that earns membership rewards. Yeah, if you, I think the only one of those cards that doesn't have an annual fee is the Blue Business mm-hmm. Plus. And that's an awesome card because you get two times points on everything. So, that's a great one to have. And like, so if you want to get into American Express, but you're like, oh, these annual fees are so high, which I mean, there's a lot of opportunities to earn back those annual fees, mm-hmm. especially when you're stacking these offers and the points earning on it. But, you know, there's still an option for that zero annual fee card with the with the Blue Business Plus. But I mean, all those things that we're, we're talking about here, like, oh, yeah, there's this card with this times points, this, this, this. And it sounds so you're like, how am I supposed to remember all this? And some people use, you know, some people put labels on their cards. I, I kind of do that with with uh, with Homeboy, with my husband. I'm like, well, he'll hold up. We'll go to a restaurant or something and he'll hold up all of his cards. And he's like, which one am I supposed to pay with? And I'm like, this one, you know, like he like cannot remember it or like keep it straight or he'll text me and ask me or we'll go. He'll go somewhere. and I'm like, here, if you're going to buy this thing, use only this card. The card pointers app literally just cuts through all that you mm-hmm. have the offers on there and it tells you and there's even right now the augmented reality where you can hold it up to a store and it shows you what card to use from your wallet it's crazy but like one that i always forget about is costco because costco only accepts visa and they're not they don't classify as a grocery store so a lot of those cards well first of all american express they don't accept american express and they don't accept mastercard so there goes mm-hmm. city or american express but mm-hmm. i think the best card to use there at this point is probably if you have the capital one venture x card because that's mm-hmm. a or the capital one venture card because it's a visa or i guess you could use a visa gift card too but yeah yeah it's that's like that's the kind of one where i always forget where i'm like wait okay i know that they don't accept american and I've gone there and forgotten that they don't. You guys take MasterCard. They're like, no, we only take MasterCard if it's a debit card. I'm like, oh, crap. I was planning on using it. And then, I don't know. It just makes it so much easier when you when you can just see open the app and just, just tell me what to do. Like, these are all my cards. Plus, the offers are really hard to keep track of. And adding the right offer to the right cards so that you can stack it. Mm-hmm. Like, so, for example, there's a lot of times there'll be offers for, let's say, you get an extra four four points per dollar spent at Olive Garden or something like that. Mm -hmm. And you have the opportunity, if you have multiple American Express cards, usually the gold and the platinum have the same offers, but you can only add it to one card. Mm -hmm. So I've done this before where I accidentally added it to the wrong card and then been like, that was like, there's no point in earning extra, (laughs) extra points to Olive Garden when you could just be earning it normally, you know, with your 4X card where you're earning four four points per dollar spent anyway. And then, so like, you know, you want to make sure you're adding it to the cards so that you'd be earning eight points per dollar spent versus if you add it to your platinum card, you're only, you're going to earn five. And that's just like, it's just silly, you know? Plus you also want to make sure you're adding it to the one that Angel mentioned, the purchase protection, you know, you want to add it to the card that has the right protections that you need 
or if you're buying a flight, you want to make sure because sometimes they have offers for um, for airlines. Like it'll be mm-hmm. $50 off, $200 spent at like Air France or something like that. So you want to make sure you're adding it to the card that gets you the best insurance. So and the most points that you're earning. So American Express Platinum, you earn five points per dollar spent on flights when that are booked directly with the airline. So you'd probably want to add it to that. But then you want to make sure you're paying for the full flight with that you're paying the full round trip because you get, you only get the trip protection for American Express Platinum if you pay for the entire flight with that card. So it's like, you know, there's all these like rules to remember and, and card pointers can just save you a lot of time with those, especially getting started. You're like, how do I even do this? So you just add all of your cards and it just will tell you what to do. But this is the kind of thing that we're going to be talking about in our challenge. Part of our challenge is we're going to, we're going to show you how to use the app and we're actually going to have the founder of the app for a Q&A. So if you are interested in learning more, definitely join us. It'll, it's a great opportunity to learn more and different functionalities of the app. Even if you already are using the app, there's probably part of it that you don't know about that you don't know how to use fully. So you might as well join and just get all of your questions answered. And if you're new to credit cards, Travel Freely will also be there too. So Travel Freely, it's a free app, just like Travel Freely. It's a free, it's, it's literally a free app that you can use. It has a lot of different gateways for you to learn about different credit cards. There are different rules. Like in Chase, there's the 524 rule, which means you can have a maximum of five credit cards in the past 24 months if you apply for a new credit card of Chase. So in theory for um, Chase, when you apply for credit cards, you had four credit cards max in the past 24 months. There are certain business credit cards that count towards 524 four capital one td and discover i think those are the three yeah. that count towards um, those business credit cards business count cards towards, yeah yeah those business credit cards count towards 524 versus other banks they don't so just be mindful of that zach he'll be also coming to our virtual challenge so you have an opportunity to learn more about the app about how to like get started with credit cards if you're freshly new and just want to get started or you're not sure which credit card you should be picking next so let's say like you have a few credit cards already but you're not sure which one you want to go with next travel freely is definitely a good way for you to figure that out just because you can manage your credit cards there travel freely is good if you're kind of like new you're not sure what credit card you want to get or even just in general you're just trying to figure out what next credit card if you've been in travel hacking for a while which next credit card you should get for flus that's a good one for the stacking principles of how they're going to show like the different ways to stack whether it be like if you're just buying gift cards so you're fine with buying gift cards just keep in mind that when you buy gift cards I would not do this for something that's very expensive where I would get return protection oh, yeah. or like purchase protection just because if something goes wrong, you want to have that, 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 that kind of peace of mind in that, that you knew that you used a credit card that had that protection, you know? So like for me, I wouldn't do it for, for that. I mean, I've used flus in the past for like Uber Eats or like Uber or like something that's very like easy transaction that I know that it would not file for purchase protection. So I, I've done that for flus for, for that. Yeah, you also, you don't want to have your money tied up with a retailer that you don't use all the time. So with Uber Eats, you know, like, okay, even if I had to get my money back for some reason, say like the, you got food poisoning. Oh my gosh. I don't even want to just knock on wood for that because I don't don't want to wish that on anyone. But say you got your money back on Uber Eats, then you could, you at least know you're going to spend it in the future probably. But if you, Mm -hmm. you know, bought, spent $500 at like Saks Fifth Avenue and they were like, you never you ended up returning your stuff then it's stuck in this gift card that you probably Mm -hmm. aren't gonna use unless you shop Mm -hmm. there all the time so 
Mm-hmm. And that that happens, you know, like one time I, I, I mean, I didn't use flus for this transaction. This was during, I think, Black Friday when this happened. I was buying something from Macy's. So I, that's why I used that earlier example. I had a promo code from signing up for their email list. And then there was a, like a Black Friday sale. So I was trying to buy like something from Kate Spade. I think I was trying to buy a Kate Spade wallet. And then like the order went through on Macy's and I had like, I think an Amex offer on top of that. But then, like, they emailed me, like, two or three days later. It's like, sorry, it's out of stock. But imagine you use a gift card instead of just using your credit card. I mean, I use a credit card because I had an Amex offer. But, like, imagine you just use that for, like, a gift card. Then you're stuck with all that money in that retailer. So I would not use this towards something that you know that you won't get right away. Like, I, I feel like for me, it's like if you're doing online purchases, you just never know. Sometimes they run out of stuff out of stock. If you're in person and you know that you're not returning that item, then you want to get the extra points and flus is for you. Because you're in person, you have that item in your hand. It's not like you're waiting for it to come out of nowhere. You have in your hand, you're fine with forgoing the purchase protection, the return protection, then you can do that. But for me personally, I wouldn't if it's something very expensive. Just because you just mm-hmm. don't know, like if something happens, yeah. you know. Like yeah, you want to have the, the purchase protection, the return protection, the extended warranty. These are all things that are baked into credit cards and some of the free ones like, um, sorry, not free, but like no annual fee ones that don't charge an annual fee. Like Chase Freedom Unlimited, they have these purchase protections that you can definitely take advantage of. So if you're not ready to get an expensive credit card, you can start somewhere. You can start off of a Chase Freedom Unlimited credit card that does have return and protections on there. So it's a good way to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And always, like, you can always build up your Chase points within Chase Freedom Unlimited. And once, let's say, like, down the road, you have $4,000 in expenses. All of a sudden, you have $4,000 in expenses to fix something or to have upcoming expenses that you know that you need to pay off of or that you have friends that can also help you meet the sign-up bonus. And then you see that Chase Sapphire Preferred has, like, this 80000 or 100000 sign-up bonus to spend $4,000 in three months. That is a gate- gateway because then you can still save your Chase Freedom Unlimited points and once you get that chase sapphire preferred card and you meet the sign up bonus then you can combine the points together so you don't have to start off with an annual fee credit card you can start off a no annual fee credit card and eventually build yourself up there so that's how Mm -hmm. i see it too for me i my top two portals that i check first of all cashback monitor is a Mm -hmm. great place to check for because it will list all of the shopping portals open Mm -hmm. to you and some of them you can stack but i would say most of them usually can you have to pick one so you can pick the best one and it shows you for points for airlines hotels and for cashback my top two that i use are rakuten because you earn american express points and usually it has pretty good offers on it and then my second one i use a lot is the american the american airlines aae shopping.com because you not only earn American airline miles, but you can, those miles will count towards status. So mm-hmm. a lot of times if I'm shopping, I'll just, especially online shopping, I go through, I check those two places. Well, I check cashback monitor, but I usually aim for one of those two. And that's the ones I go for. Cause I'm going to use those for flights for sure. Yeah. That sounds similar to what I do before I even do anything. Like, um, I think it's good to have a browser extension saved, but let's say like those are too annoying because sometimes they compete against each other. Yeah, like I know sometimes I nuts. have, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I have honey competing with Rakuten. So sometimes I turn them off, but sometimes I forget I turn them off, which is bad because then you kind of yeah. thought you fixed the solution, but then you kind of made yourself a mess. So I think if you can, you can make top, um, what's it called? Um, cashbackmonitor.com your homepage. So if you're, if you, mm. If you tend to forget, just make it your homepage. So every time you know that you're going to buy something, you can type in that website name and make it your homepage. So it kind of depends what your goals are. Like, um, 
there's different ways that you saw Mackenzie explain this, how like you can get Rakuten for American Express points. You can use um, American Airlines to get enough miles to get for stars for stacking. And then you can also do like another one like Swag Bucks where you can also redeem them for gift cards. For Swag Bucks, it's kind of like an all-in-one too. So like Swag Bucks, they also have like, um, you can redeem your um, purchases for gift cards. They also have surveys you can take. A lot of airlines and hotels, they also have that too. So I remember this happened a few years ago for with Hilton where they offered like special bonus if you did a Hilton survey. So Swagbucks has that too where they give you points for doing a survey. I mean, it's not a lot, but if you're trying to maintain points, sometimes they expire after a certain time frame. So a shopping portal or a survey is an easy way to maintain the points with the airline or hotel if they expire. So that's a very easy one to to look into. I love that. Yeah, the that's I've never heard of that. That's such a good tip to put your put that as your home screen because yeah. it's just easy to forget. And when you're not, but once you get used to it, you start to get in that mode of you think about every purchase, like what mm-hmm. can I do through this? For me, my what another tip I have is that whenever you are planning on going to a specific store, just go online and check online first, and then do buy it online, and then do in store pickup. Or even if you go to a store and you're like, oh, say you're at Joanne's Fabric and you wanted to get something there and then you realize you're, you're as you're in the store, you're like, oh, wait a minute, they're on, I see on Cashback Monitor that there's cashback you can get on Rakuten or something. See what you want and then go and just order it online for in-store pickup. Even while you're in the store, you can do it on your phone or you can do it online. If Just like if you go to Lowe's, for example, that's a big one I do. Like I'll buy, <laughs> I will go to the grocery store, get a Lowe's gift card, through Flues, get a Lowe's gift card, and then order something online and then go to in-store pickup to get it pretty much every time I go to Lowe's. And also it, then that way you can also just avoid walking through the store and buying stuff that you don't need either. So mm-hmm. that's my tip is whenever, if you're planning on going to a store in person, you can still do online. You can still go online and use the shopping portal, but you just want to do in-store pickup. That, that's a very good tip also, because you also compare shopping portals. So depending mm-hmm. on shopping portal, sometimes it's actually higher if it's online, but you can still do in-store pickup. Some shopping portals like Rakuten and a few other ones, they have in-store cashback too, but not every single store that's listed online is also in-store. So you have to keep that in mind too. So let's say like you're like, you don't want to wait in line, kind of like what Mackenzie did. You don't want to wait in line. You don't want to be prone to buying other things, but you know you have to get this certain thing at Lowe's. Then you can go through the shopping portal and then do in-store pickup, the in-store shopping portal for Rakuten. So it kind of depends, but that's a very easy one too. Like I do in-store pickup a lot for Walgreens also. Also because um for promo codes, you cannot use them. A lot of promo codes you cannot use in-store. You have to use it online. But if I make a certain purchase amount at Walgreens, then I can just use that promo code. So I'm actually saving more money by not waiting in line and also using the promo code stack. Yeah. Those are like bonus tips that we have for you, but make sure you stay tuned for a challenge. And we hope that this was helpful. If you found it helpful, it'd be great if you could leave a review, five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, either or or both. And we'll see you next episode.